Hola. Hey. Como estas? Oh, my hey was not very... It was solid. like, hey. Hey. I know. I'm like trying to speak Spanish and stuff, and you're like, what? Uh, what is happening? How's it going? It's 1,490 degrees, and I'm freaking dying, and I have a bad attitude today. <laughs> I'm really hoping that you're in the mood for my episode. <laughs> it's really hot. It's really hot. Like, I cannot handle the heat. Yeah. I can't. And somebody said that they've, I was like, oh, it's almost September. That means it's going to start cooling down because it's Wyoming. And today somebody was like, I feel like it's going to be hot in September. I'm like, don't say that. It's Shut really up. hot. Shut up. It's really hot. Don't say that. I'm such a baby anymore. So <clears throat> we have a funny story that Samantha is probably hoping that I'm not going to tell, but I'm going to tell it anyway. This is more for... The people who think that our farm stories are really funny. Oh, I forgot that we didn't tell this the other day. And Samantha, um, Samantha, God, Samantha. Go ahead, tell. Why do I got to tell it? Because it's it's more dramatic when you do it. It wasn't dramatic. It, it was, was really, pretty dramatic. It was in real life dramatic, not like in my brain dramatic. Yeah, I mean, she could have died. I could have died. So, Here, okay. Who's gone? I Here's the thing. <laughs> Is, like, the videos that I post and stuff of our animals, like, us, like, petting them and wrapping our arms around them and picking them up and doing all of that stuff, this is not typical of animals, okay? Like, you have to actually, you know, like, yeah, I get in, I go and walk in the middle of a herd of our cows and I, you know, <laughs> go on little hikes with our goats and stuff. But I know my animals, and I know their behavior, and they know me and my behavior. So how they interact with me is not their animals, you guys. Like, they're, they're animals. And a cow can kill you. <clears throat> I told her that we need to get a security camera because I feel like you guys don't even believe me on the chaos that happens to me out there. I believe you because I've seen it, and you just <laughs> I don't know... I don't know if it's because you see me interact with the animals and so you think that you can. That I have confidence that I shouldn't have. <laughs> that, that, you're, that you're just seeing that I walk into the middle of the herd and, and it's okay. And not that I am watching every single one of those cows and how they're holding their legs and how they're holding their ears and how they're holding their head. And I am not getting myself in a position where I can't get out of. And I'm not backing myself and cornering myself into shit. And I'm not, like, I am very aware, well aware of the animals that I'm, that I'm with. I don't think that you're acknowledging that. So here I am. Minding my own here business. Here she is. Here I am, minding my own business, not even thinking bad thoughts about anybody. Oh my thinking, God, you sound like your mother. Thinking that I am just... Being Tracy. the most helpful <sighs> ass person, daughter of the year award, going out to water. Mm -hmm. Minding my own business. I'm just trying to be a helpful little Sam. So our cows, our animals, our little divas, and they're spoiled rotten, and we haul floor, <laughs> we haul city water to them. We don't feed them from, or we don't water them from a pond or... <laughs> So that's what she means, hauling water. We haul their drinking water. So I fill up my little water tank and I trek out to our land. 450 gallon water tank. <laughs> <laughs> and I get out there. And they had, we have a big By water, herself. A big water tank that is on top of pallets to level it out. So it's level. 
Well, they it holds a thousand gallons of water. And I, they had pushed it off. And so I was going to put it back on before they putting it They pushed it off because. It was empty. That's important to the story. It is very important. And so I park the pick em up truck and I pull it in on there and I hear with my little peeping ears a stampede. And I turn and as I turn, one cow has its head, head down and slams straight into my hip. <laughs> so the, I, it's what, like 400 pounds? I mean, they're. No, the, she's the like 800 pounds. She's, she's big. probably a thousand, between eight and 1200 pounds now. Slams into me. Well, my foot slippity slip slips in between the pallets. And I fly into the pickup truck. And I'm like trying to get up. They're all coming at me. And I will give major props to the horse, Chloe. She came in and, like, herded them away from me. And if she hadn't, they probably, honestly, like, I couldn't get up. My foot was stuck. I, they probably would have stamped me. Yes. If our horse had not pushed them away, you would absolutely be dead. Or very, very hurt. So then it was just chaos. None of the water ended up in that water tank. Not a drop. None of it. They got none of it. Because the hose, they kept pulling the hose out. I was trying. It was just utter chaos. And then... This is where I learned adrenaline is a really powerful thing because it wasn't until I was driving back into town and I'm calling mom to tell her about what happened that all of a sudden my ankle really hurts, my arm really hurts, I'm like hysterically crying. (laughs) I have a bruise the entire size of my arm on my arm, my ankle got sprained, I was like a hot mess. So yeah, anyways. Oh, and after all that happened, then the goats came at me and a goat stepped on my toe and half of my toenail fell off. (laughs) On the same foot. Mm Mm-hmm. That's why you shouldn't wear sandals out there. I learned that lesson too. So I got my ass kicked again. Moral of the story. By her cult gang mob of animals. I was just trying to give them a drink. It was real hot. Right. Right. <clears throat> so we learned lots of lessons. I got a lecture. Yeah, she did. She As did. I'm like crying, mom she's, and I. She shows up and she's hysterically crying and she's telling me what's happening, what happened. And I'm laughing at her. I understand the significance and I understand how dangerous that is. I I do. I understand it. And I'm just like, I don't understand how you can be my daughter and (laughs) not pay attention. In my defense, Mm -hmm. you've had the land like seven years. Yeah. Six of those I didn't live here. Correct. I'm pretty fresh. I'm pretty green. You are. And there's, I mean, so now she's not allowed to haul water by herself. And I told her that now she has to come with me. And I went, we hauled more water and I went with her and I was like, okay, they're surrounding the truck and they're aggressive right now because they're thirsty because you let the water run out. So just stay. Just stay in your truck until they go, okay, we're not getting water until we calm down. Like, don't get out of the truck. <laughs> anyway. I, I really thought I could beat them to it. Yeah. No, no you can't. They run pretty You fast. can't. They're, I mean, they might be a 2,500-pound animal, but they're quick. They're quick. And when they're thirsty, they're, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so we're, she's learning. She's learning. And then I, I'm going to post a picture or a video today uh, on IG of how sweet and loving they are. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but they are an animal and you have to be careful. You have to, 
You have to be careful. There are a bunch of gang members. I would never walk out into a pasture with somebody else's cows, like amongst, like in the middle of their herds while they were eating. I would never take a 50 pound bag of feed and I would never do that with somebody else's cows Yeah, because I don't know them. But our, our, my cows, we got when they were bums. And so we've bottle fed them. We've, I know them. I know they're, I know the way that they, I know, I know them. Well, and my husband usually waters and <laughs> I was telling him about it and he's like, they've never done that to me. I'm like, oh, that must be nice. That must be nice that that's never happened to you. <laughs> Whatever. But he's been around, he's been around ranching his whole life too. So, and he always has dogs with him. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so well, we, we forgot to tell you y'all that story, but I, I mean, I, I do understand this. It's, I mean, it, yes, poor Samantha. I mean, really, it was very dangerous. Yeah. And she's not allowed to go out there anymore by herself because clearly she doesn't know what she's and doing. And clearly they want to kill me. All of those animals want to kill me. They don't want to kill you. The they only, just... I would like to point out, the only animals that were not fucking assholes were your pigs. Uh, they were so grateful. For yeah. that water. So yeah. grateful. Mm-hmm. Just came right over. Nice. Waited until I was, like, done. Yeah. I'm a tiny little bit less scared of the pigs now. Right. Scott, did you hear that? The rest of them, though. She just gave a compliment to a pig, Scott. The rest of them, though, are terrifying. They are terrifying. I mean, they're animals. They're goats. But she was pretty vicious. She was like, what did you say? Something about the way that you were going to grill it. Oh, I said, can we cook that one first? I want to, can we send that one to butcher? I yeah. eat it, and it's going to be the most delicious cow I've ever eaten in my entire life. Yeah, and Trista was like, that's my cow, and no! I'm like, whatever, I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Breaks my ankle and busts my arm. Yeah, she got her ass kicked. It's still bruised, my whole arm. I know. It's just bruised. Mm-hmm. Kick my ass. Yeah. Kick my ass by your gang, your little gang that you have out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was impressed with the horse, so. I was impressed with the horse. Which usually I'm terrified of the horse, so that's, you know, progress. Mm-hmm. Making progress. I, yeah. The ones I wasn't scared of, I'm now scared of. And the ones that I was scared of, I'm no longer scared of. So we're just <laughs> rotating. We're just rotating which ones I'm going to be scared we're of this ro- week. So Right, right. Yeah. And the pigs are still not growing. They're still really small. They're little, little bacon bacon seeds. They're bacon seeds. They're definitely not a piece of bacon yet. They're bacon seeds. They're tiny. <laughs> It's amazing because that that breed gets up to like 800 pounds. Oh my god. We won't let them get up okay, to 800 pounds. Okay, I was pounds. like that's terrifying. No, no. <laughs> no, we Then won't. I really won't be out going out to the No, land. no, no. We won't let them get that big, but they they get very very big and it's surprising to me because they're so small still. Yeah. I mean, I bet that they still don't weigh 50 pounds. No babies. They're tiny. No babies. Anyway, so today is the Samantha episode. It is. Not a Tracy episode. I hope you're in a mood for this. Uh-oh. Is it? You have to be in the right mood for this. Oh. Are you in the right mood? I don't know what right mood you're talking about. If, okay. if you want me, if if pissy is the right mood, then that's that's what I am today. Because uh, I'm to have, hot. I'm uncomfortable. I need you to have like a little bit of like comical like energy to you. Oh, I don't know if I've got that. Damn. Okay, well. I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens, I guess. Okay, well, tell everybody where they can find us first. We are on. Because we're doing so good at that. We are. We uh, like the last five episodes. We've done real yeah. good. On Patreon, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, it's the Suspended Sentence Podcast. And then if you would like to email us, it's the Suspended Sentence Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to buy Tracy's book, 
type in her name and IDP <laughs> on anywhere you buy books, including Barnes and Noble. Always Barnes and Noble. I love Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble, like a rep from them needs to listen to our podcast. Seriously. Just shouting out Barnes and Noble up to Yeah. Them. Barnes and Noble and um, Life 360. Seriously. Come on. Come on. We're like doing free like advertising here. Seriously. We're promoting your products. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. See, she's got a little bit of comedy in her. A little bit. We'll be fine. I'm just super uncomfortable. Yeah. Like I can do, I can do heat like this for a day or two, but it's been like three solid weeks now and... I'm at the point of the heat that I can't go outside in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And that pisses you off because you have things to do? It does. It freaking pisses me <laughs> off. I've got shit to do. She's a busy lady, okay? I don't want to be inside. I want to be outside. Yeah. And I can't be or I'm going to get sick. Yeah, it's too hot. <sighs> I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha. This is the suspended <laughs> sentence. All right. So first, I'm going to tell you about two very good friends, Suzanne Ashbury and Lily Marks. Oh, you're talking to me. I thought you were just like, we're going to talk about some of our friends. I'm like, oh, cool. You're like, I don't know these people. (laughs) Oh, I forgot to tell you about Christine. Oh, okay. Pause, Suzanne and then Lily. Speaking of friends, I totally forgot to tell you about Christine. Um, You guys remember we're following her brain mapping? Yeah. She had her appointment this week. And she got the scan back of the colorizations and and everything on her brain. And um, she does not want me to post. What did she not want me to say? <laughs> I can't remember. Um, she didn't want me to say something, but I'm sure that I will say it and she'll forgive me because I'm her sister. Um, she, so they said, like, they defined specific things and characteristics of her to a T. Really? To a T. There was like one thing that she was like, I disagree about that. And I was like, oh no, Christine, you are wrong. You absolutely do that. And you do that because, because she's my sister and I know. Yeah. Right. And there was like one like reading thing. Oh, that's what she didn't want me to talk about. She didn't want me to talk about how she has a problem reading out loud. And, I have that. Mm-hmm. And your reason for having a problem with reading is the exact same as, a, as her reasoning. So when we were learning to read and, and we were in this home, whatever, and anytime she would read out loud and she would say a word wrong or not know it, she would get smacked in the back of the head every time and then scream at so it was like, what are you, fucking stupid? Say the word wrong. Say the word. I mean, like, it was brutal. It was brutal. And then the more she got yelled at, the more she would stutter and she would miss words. And it wasn't like, okay, we've reached this point of um, negativity or whatever, so we're just going to stop reading. No, she would have to finish. Mm-hmm. And so that manifested into she cannot read out loud. She She can't. Because she's so conscientious of that happening. Well, the same thing happened to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, my husband at the time or whatever, he would hit you in the back of the head with a remote control. And so you can't read out loud. I can read out loud. I do, like, sweat really bad, though. Like, even doing the podcast right. when I'm reading my stuff, like, sometimes I'll, like, and you, where I'm like, oh, I don't know how to say that word. Ha, 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 Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But, it, but it's I childhood like trauma. 
That's but interesting. So, right, but he could pinpoint all of that. And From she was, her brain scan. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Yeah, so he was like something and she would be like and then of course she shuts down because that's what both she and I do like we're not going to talk to you about our past right we're not going to talk about it yeah to anyone under any circumstances and so he would be like do you know why or have you ever done this or whatever and she's like no I have no idea knowing damn well <laughs> she just isn't going to talk to him knowing about damn it. well but she's not going to right I mean that's not going to happen right she's like you're the doctor you tell me <laughs> That's so a me thing to say, isn't so, it? So, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so she's going to, she said that she would send me pictures of the scans, but she doesn't, she wants like some of the stuff taken out. Yeah. You know, the stuff that I just talked about. Oh, so. the stuff that you've already told. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Everything else is completely like, well, yeah. I mean, really? you were abused the first whatever years of your life. You're going to be fucked up. Right. I mean, that's, you know. It's so interesting. Trauma changes the chemical makeup of your brain. Again, I want to see your scan next to her scan. Uh, she really wants to do that too. Just now. because, like, you're <clears throat> a year difference. Like, what does that year difference mean? Right. You have the same childhood. And she and I are so very different, like, in our personalities. Like, very, very different. But also very similar. Right. So that'd be interesting to see mm-hmm. where that's where that lies yeah you both are fighters yeah she made me a fighter though (laughs) i mean she's the reason that i'm a fighter yeah she would kick my ass i'm not kidding she would beat my ass on a regular basis so that i knew how to fight yeah she didn't do it because she was mad at me she didn't do it because she hated me she did it to teach me how to defend myself yeah and she was a fighter she oh my god you breathe her air she'll kick your ass (laughs) It's really, really, really funny when they're in the same room because they still fight like that. And Christine can kick your ass still. She's going to be so proud of me for saying that out loud on the podcast. (laughs) She can. She can kick your ass still. She's one of the only people. And then they'll just like get done and then just sit there on the couch and like cuddle. And I'm like, you guys are weird. No, she does it to to teach me. She does it to because she knew that I she wasn't going to be around forever. She did it so that I would learn how to protect myself. Yeah. And I needed that later in life. So there you go. But she did. She didn't ever do it mean. And if I ever like got hurt, she would stop instantly. Yeah. If I ever cried, she would completely shut down. Like completely. Anyway, okay, now we're getting into, like, family dysfunction here. But, <laughs> but she did. I mean, she she taught me. Taught you well. She taught me well. That's crazy, though. I want to, yeah, I want to see you rises together. But she'll hold on to, like, emotional things and hold on to people, like, attached to people in a way that I don't even comprehend. Like, right. if somebody wants to say goodbye to me, for peace out, bye. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't. I don't care. Yeah. You know, I don't attach to people at all, really. Yeah. I mean, when I do, I do... For like, life. Right. But... For life. But then the second that they... I mean, if somebody wants to walk out of my life, there's the door. Bye. And I don't I don't try and hold on or try and make them stay or yeah. I don't cry. Yeah. Christine cries. Sorry, Christine. <laughs> she cries a lot. <laughs> I'm like, nope, not happening. (laughs) I think you both are wonderful. I think she's amazing. I think she's like, 
phenomenal, and I can't wait to see those. And I'm so glad that she's sharing it with me. Yeah, that's really cool. Because she doesn't have to do that. And then saying, yeah, you can talk about it on the podcast. And Yeah, seriously. I think that's super cool. Yeah. It's really cool of her. Because she's not a chill person. <laughs> she's not, is she? She's not. She's not super chill like that. And she is, like, all of a sudden. I don't know. She's going to listen to this and probably drive here and kick my ass. For that. <laughs> I'll um, record it and put it on the internet. I, <laughs> she's going to be calling Christine here in a second. Be like, and Christine, Christine listen. Hey, listen to this real quick. Listen to what Maria said. So about see you. you in like 10 hours. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's oh so gosh. funny. Okay. okay. All right. Back to it. But anyway, she got that done and I forgot to, I forgot to tell you. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> you said friends, and I instantly in my head went to Christine. I don't know. She's like your best friend. So. Right. So, okay. Go. All right, so let's talk about these friends. Let's talk about different friends that did not get brain birth scans. No, they certainly did not. So Suzanne Ashbury and Lily Marks became friends when they were in second grade. So oh, cool. Lifetime, lifelong friends. The two girls were only a month apart in age. Oh. And so they're they began a friendship in second grade that would last them the rest of their lives. Aww. In high school, they would play similar sports, playing volleyball and running track so that they could spend every, like, you know, like those friends where you're like, you do whatever you can to be with them all Mm -hmm. the time? That was their friendship. That's awesome. Suzanne was born February 10th of 1993, and Lily was born March 20th, 1993. So literally a month and 10 days apart. That's cool. Suzanne grew up in a very loving and very stable home um, with friend, with her parents being high school sweethearts and very much still. Oh, wow. Yeah. She was the middle child of three and in, she was the only girl. So two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. And in her parents' eyes, she was like the perfect daughter. Aw. Lily was raised by a single mom and was her mom's entire world because she was her only child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she always wondered why her dad wasn't around and that was kind of, yeah, you know. So after they graduated high school, their friendship was still as strong as ever. Um, but they was, they made the really hard decision when Suzanne decided that she was going to leave their hometown and she, cause she wanted to travel. She was going to go, she wanted to go see places she had never seen and she wanted to have experiences like that before going to college. So she took a gap year and was ready for her adventure. Lily, on the other hand, had no plans to leave their small town. And had no plans to go to college. She had dreams of opening a clothing store as well as making her own fashions. Cool. <clears throat> and she wanted to fall in love. Of course. Of course. Right? What can you last Every girl wants. Yeah. Yeah. So the girls were really sad to leave each other but really excited for each other's dreams to come true. Suzanne did travel. She went to places like Egypt and Paris. And she even went to Fashion Week and loved just like seeing the world. Uh, so she ended up not going to college. That gap year took longer than she ended up, ended up traveling (laughs) for the next, (laughs) ended up traveling for the next few years, but Lily never would open her store. Um, oh my gosh, I just completely see the reading thing. I lost Mm -hmm. my spot. And then I panic because I can't find my spot. (laughs) (laughs) So she didn't open her store and... Uh-huh. But she did find, okay, there we go. She did find love. Oh, good. She did. So she was at a local bar in the town, <laughs> and from across the bar saw a guy that was just, like, thought she was absolutely stunning. He was like, she, 
that's the one. From the bar. From across the bar. Instantly, their connection when he sent her a drink was sparks fly. <laughs> when he sent her a drink. Sent her a drink. Sorry. Very quickly, did they move in together? Oh. Always red flag. It wasn't long after that um, that Brian, the guy that she met, would ask her to marry him. Mm-hmm. So she she's getting part of her dream. Mm-hmm. She's getting there. A few months after the wedding, though, Brian begins to hit Lily. Huh. I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. Right. But she loved him, and she didn't want to be without him because she still thought that he, like, hung the moon and stars. Hmm. So, to the rest of the world, they had the perfect marriage. She didn't talk about it. She didn't. Oh. They had the perfect marriage. Sure. Until one night, it wasn't just a slap. Um, he, Brian would beat Lily so badly that she would have to go into intensive care. Oh, my God. Upon getting the call from Lily's mom, Suzanne was on the first flight home. That's her person. <laughs> okay. That was her person. Um, after this, though, this was, like, the final thought, final straw for Lily, and she filed for divorce and got a restraining order against Brian. <laughs> okay. This sounds like a country-western song crazy right those small bodunk towns okay and you're smiling so this is a joke right no no this is not this is very serious okay i'm smiling because you're looking at me like i'm a country western singer was his name earl no okay it didn't take long for the girls to realize (laughs) this this restraining order this is very serious this is somebody's life wasn't going to keep Brian away from Lily. He began harassing her, stalking her, following her everywhere she went. But with Suzanne by her side, they only saw one way out, and they came up with a plan to kill Brian. On the night of September 15th, 2019, Lily invites Brian over to reconcile. She made a beautiful dinner. She dressed in a really, really nice and had a lovely evening. But little did Brian know, Lily and Suzanne had poisoned the food and his wine with rat poison. So he began to get weak, and after this, the girls had the work of getting rid of his body. They wrapped him in Lily's rug, followed by plastic wrap, and took him to the local lake. Four days later, police come by looking for Brian after not showing up for his domestic violence court date. They looked throughout the entire house, and they didn't find anything, so they left. Little did they know, they would never find Brian's body, because the girls had put rocks in the rug with his body before securing it with a tarp and plastic wrap before adding him to the lake. Suzanne and Lily decided that they were go- this was their fresh start. Suzanne moved home, and she helped Lily open her clothing store. And Tracy already ruined it. It's r- I was right. I was like, hold on. Hold on. Those only reason peas, the only re- they tasted all right to me the only reason we know what happened to poor brian was because the dixie chicks decided to write a song called earl had to die yeah and the rest of the story we Turns only know out he was a missing person <laughs> and, the, and the only reason we know the rest is because i made it up i just didn't have the mental capability to look into a real case okay, today that made me smile though <laughs> I was like, as soon as you looked at me, like, I know you so well. So you looked at me with this mischievous corner of the eye look. And I was like, oh, wait, is she going to the skate park instead of really her friend's house? I was like, I know that look from 12 years old. Hold on. I just did not have the, 
I need Mary to play. I need and Wanda, Wanda were the best of friends <laughs> <laughs> all through their high school days. Both members of the 4-H club, both, both active, active in, in the, the FFA. FFA. <laughs> After graduation, we could probably sing the entire song. (laughs) I just needed like a. It was really when you said, "Put her in intensive care." It was literally like (laughs) he walked right through the restraining order and put her. I tried to put the. I tried to put the restraining order after intensive care. I was trying to throw you off a little bit. Oh no! I know my Dixie (laughs) chicks. (laughs) I just needed a little creative freedom today. Well, it made me smile. <laughs> so hopefully it made you guys smile. So it made, it got me out of my bad mood. So that was good. Uh, I was trying to keep my like <laughs> shit together. It just didn't work. That was good. You're <laughs> such a bad liar though. You always have been. You're such a bad liar. I should have like cued her in. I was hoping I was going to get you. Usually, usually you don't smile when you're reading a, <laughs> when you're reading a case about somebody dying. Yeah, fair. Okay. I was trying. My jaw hurts from like laughing. And then you looked over that mischievous corner of the eye, whatever, and I was like, <laughs> Are you sure his name wasn't Earl? His name was Earl. Yeah. Yeah. And he was a missing person that nobody missed at all. Yeah. Nobody. At all. And it was like a lemonade stand or something. What did they open? They set up a I don't know. Roadside sold, stand. A roadside stand and they sold Strawberry jam. That's right. Strawberry mm-hmm. jam. Something in strawberry jam. Oh, man. Had you not asked, I probably could have sung coulda. it. Should have, could have, would have. I don't know. I feel like I need to add that song to the end of this episode, but oh, we should probably have... copyright or oh, something. We probably can't. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Well. But you got the Tracy and Samantha version. Yeah. So. I mean, if you'd like us to sing the entire song, we could. We probably could. We could. For sure. We probably could. Coral gets so mad when that song comes on in the car. Yeah, and you and I love that song, and we scream it. Yeah, it's not a pretty singing. It's no top of our lungs screaming, screaming, especially when the Earl had to die part. Yeah, cause Earl had to die. Yeah, (laughs) goodbye, Earl. I'm gonna those black eyed peas. I'm gonna. They tasted all right to me. I'm gonna like cry listening to this episode back that I just did that. friends here we're all friends here it's fine it's fine that's funny so hopefully this was something light for your for your uh thursday morning that's funny i just needed i just needed we've had a lot of really heavy stuff and we're researching that really big case and there's just Mm -hmm. a lot of heavy stuff going on and i just needed a mental mental health fun creative one yeah no i know it was fun it was good it was good (laughs) all right thanks for joining us guys thanks guys stay safe